0: Okay, you? I, I guess my, my name starts with the G2. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 okay. I think you should say it. You never say it. Okay, no, I never say it.
1: Fix <coughs> mm. my nose hair. It's yeah, not take like your bothering time. bothering me, yeah. Do your thing. We have no rules, no man. No rules. Welcome back to another episode of Searching for a MacGuffin with your hosts, gabe and link oh, i looked at the wrong camera at first, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the wrong camera because i'm used to being on your side uh, so oh, i'm off my side now yeah it's our side
0: it's our side that's why. now it's you're on that side
1: now i'm on this side for those of you that cannot see what's going on because you are listening to us
0: i forget that what are you doing first you of doing? all yeah watches on i mean spotify is a great platform but like unless do they have spotify wrapped for podcasts
1: they do, but I don't think any, anyone listens to <laughs> I kind of want to know the numbers about that, like how many
0: people actually. I don't think we can anymore because like most people, I mean, do most people go to YouTube? I don't know where are most people. We should people. probably ask. You know what? We're going to put up a story and we're actually going to do it this week. Yeah, we're going to put a poll. Tell us where you. Listen. Listen, watch, no, consume. Consume us.
1: <laughs> where do you consume me? Our how content. Do you, me and Gabriel, how do you drink us or eat us?
0: Well, that too, yeah. Um, as you can tell, uh, we are down a host.
1: Yes, he died.
0: Uh, it was tragic.
1: It' quite funny, but.
0: You Really? How? Tell me how it died, guys. It's it's always. It's kind of
1: personal. But I don't want to get too in, into it, right? Mm-hmm. But always, always wipe your butt. With wipes. Hmm. If you don't, you can get an infection and die. And that's what happened to our host, George. Hmm, preach. So I am a proponent of dude wipes. I, I hope we could get them to be our sponsors. Oh, that'd be, that'd be sick. sick. Right? That'd be clean. That'd be hygienic. Clean well. That's true. Exactly. So there you go. I, one of my friends, I bought him a box of dude wipes mm-hmm. just so he can keep it at work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have this coworker. Who, I feel like we him and I started a book club in the bathroom because we our our vowel movements are are synchronized. Okay. It's like every time I'm there, he comes out right after, like a few minutes after. It's like a book club.
0: Okay. What do you consume books? Do you guys read something? I mean, I'm should reading. I'm reading something?
1: articles. I don't know what he does in the bathroom. You should ask him. I should. Oh, I'm.
0: What do you mean? No, you guys share bowel movements. Like, I mean, we're not pretty, share the actual. You share bowel movement times. times yeah, like, we're in sync. Exactly. So you don't think, you think, you literally do this, you know, it's an intimate thing. Yeah. Not necessarily together, together, it's but like apart, a small separate. Yeah. Exactly, but... You don't think you're close enough to ask him what he's doing, what he does during that time?
1: I don't, I'm a social pooper. I love talking.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I know. You introduce us to a pooping app so that e- we can e- all be...
1: Exactly, right? I want to know where all my friends are, where they poop. I want to know when they have the best bowel movements, which are the best bathrooms, right? The problem <laughs> is I got to get close to you. And I'm scared of... Like physically, you're like... No, I don't like... We have to be friends. Yeah, I'm scared yeah, okay. of re- going that next step with my coworker. Mm. I don't know... You don't know how to approach the next step. And I don't know if he would reciprocate. You get mm. me? The because he's, yeah. The next. The, uh,
0: the invitation. The next bowel um, base. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. We're on first base. We're just pooping mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Second base is talking.
0: Talking while you're while pooping. While we're pooping. Okay. Yeah.
1: Having a full blown conversation. I'm just, uh, he's older. Mm. You get me? Oh, uh, okay. By like, I'm 30. He's probably like 50. He's 30 60. years older than I'm you? 30. He's probably 50 or 60. Okay, 20 years. Around there. Twenty thirty, i think he's closer to 60 something really? probably 30 something years older so you get me it's like so that it's seniority. like you have the bowel
0: movements of a 60 year old
1: no, no 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 no
0: you have the bowel movement times of a 60 year old when
1: he has a bowel movement times of a 30 year old okay let's compliment him okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you can see we've gotten off track um the person who usually you know keeps us in line keeps us in yeah. check um unfortunately what did you What did you say happened to him? He just didn't
1: clean well, and he got an infection, and it went to his heart.
0: He's gonna hate that when he. We re- can't control. Re- he can't control... Yeah. What do you What do you? Whatever belief you subscribe to. with That reincarnates to. Is he gonna be a force ghost.
1: He's gonna be a force ghost. He's gonna be pissed force ghost. <laughs> um, you think there's gonna be a new person as him as as a force ghost? <laughs> it's just a younger version <laughs> of <laughs> He gets recasted. He gets recasted. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Who would you recast? Who would, who would I recast? Who would you get George? Like, who would you recast George with? Seth Rogen. <laughs> Only because he would hate it. He would absolutely hate it. Yeah. And he couldn't do anything about it. Exactly. And you just hear Seth Rogen's laugh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We can work on we that. We
1: can work on that. <laughs> so, Link, it's just me and you today? It is. Um, I got to put my are, mic, I got to make out with the mic so I sound good.
0: Make out with Mike. Mm-hmm. hmm The microphone. Okay. Not Mike. Good that di- we establish that.
1: Or w- woman.
0: Oh yeah. Um Michaela. Could be Michaela. Michaela, exactly. Um, what are we talking about today?
1: Today we're talking about something that you and I uh love and it's very dear to our hearts. Because uh, first of all, we're part of it. We do this together. So as millennials, right? You're a millennial? I'm a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like bottom line millennial, almost Gen Z. Yeah. Right?
0: I'm a millennial, but I, I mean, f- I, I, yeah, I'm both like, you know, every, like, I'm every, like you, I'm, I'm with you. I'm every both. blog spot, article, news, things always has their like different time periods, different years for when this is the same thing with like your yeah. astrology signs and stuff like that. And I'm always like in a weird cutoff time. I never know what I am. Yeah. So I consider myself part of two worlds. Yeah.
1: You're like millennial Gen Z, right? Mm-hmm. I am I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, right? I'm three years older than you. I mm-hmm. consider myself millennial Gen Z. I can relate to older general Zers.
0: Mm-hmm. The newer ones,
1: it's a str- uh, it's yeah. There's a bit of a disconnect, just, yeah. Uh,
0: technology and just—I don't know what. What do you think it is? Um,
1: I just think it's life experience. You get me. Mm. The way I experienced life when I was their
0: age was a lot oh, different. Okay, I know what it is. Technology, internet. It's the internet, exactly. <laughs> the internet, it's why, yeah. It's literally the the ease of access. I think that that kids have nowadays, yeah. where they're introduced to so many different things that i didn't get i didn't uh, know yeah. up until, until i was later on in life exactly but they're like 10 years old and they're like already totally there yeah learning how to fix things on youtube and like or tiktok tiktok is the new youtube apparently yeah
1: i am i have to say though that the gen zers that i have met and i know a lot of them because i work for the education system hmm. i feel i personally feel like they're not using technology to their best advantage if we had what they had I think I mean
0: you can say that hindsight is twenty twenty, but it I think, is, but I feel I, like I feel like we'd be doing stupid I, stuff A, too, exactly. man. Exactly. No, we'd be doing stupid stuff. I mean, I was
1: already doing stupid stuff with limit you know, with
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: But I feel like had I had the access to it that they have now,
0: boy. I don't know, my life would I would probably be different. Exactly. But I also think that the experience that we went through going like doing those stupid things and then being getting older and like, man, that was stupid would have like obviously been like I could have done things differently Yeah. back then. So yes, I think going with the knowledge that I have now and then going back with the technology, then I'd be like, yeah, I'd be a completely different person.
1: Yeah, right, I take that back. Gen Zers, just step it up a little bit, that's all I ask. You Zoomers. (laughs) But that's not what we're talking about today, right? No. What are we talking about
0: today? We're talking about the hit TV show, Community. Me some <laughs> Somebody say give me her. Oh man. I could have continued more. Okay, but. I'm glad that you got it. We should actually put that for the intro yeah. before we start.
1: I can't count the reasons I should stay. One by one, they all just fade away. Thank you. All
0: right, so community. Um. The show or the concept of Actually, community? I think the concept of community be a better topic to talk yeah. about. CC. Okay. So what is community to you? Community to me.
1: I feel like now as I just hit the, the third floor, you get me? I just turned 30 this year. Third floor. The That's third floor, right? But I feel that community to me is so important more than ever. Because now I can't take it for granted. Before I feel like I took I took it for granted. Mm-hmm. Now I don't. So community for me is is just a. I don't want to say accountability, but it, but it's part of it. But it's also joy. It's life. It makes yeah. life abundant. Yeah. So that's what community is for me.
0: Community, okay. Yeah. What about you? I think community service. Serve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think of you know. Feeding the homeless, uh, playing with orphans, Mm. um, picking up trash. Yeah, doing beach like yeah, picking up trash at the beach and stuff like that. Community service, I think it's good. The world needs more of it. I I think I did a lot of that as a kid. You know, where where I grew up, I think there were a lot of opportunities to do that, um, which taught me a lot. Um, You know what you did build while you were doing those community service hours
1: or community service events? Are you gonna say community? You were building community. (laughs) Because you never did that by yourself, it's did you? True. It's true. Yeah. Because you can't really. No, you can. You're just not. You're not that. Do community by yourself? No, you can Build do community communi- service by yourself. Oh, yeah. But you and I, <laughs> hmm. I don't want to just single you out. <laughs> no, me. No, both of us, we were never the type of people to do community service hours by ourselves or events by ourselves. We no, always yeah. did it
0: with people. You did it with people because... and And yeah, getting into that, it's like you did it with people because the people like doing with other people like made it fun. Like you were yeah. doing something that it's like, Oh, this is a nice thing to do, but I wouldn't do this with myself. I'm going to know. And then as I got older, I'm like, those are actually good things. things that we do, did. Yeah. Like I was like, I, I mean, doing things with other people kind of makes it easier. Yeah. I like, it's like, obviously there's, there's peer pressure to do like either bad things or good things, but mm. like there's a line, like you can do either or it's not only like, Oh, this peer pressure is going to make you like all these people are going to make you do a bad thing. Yeah. And you know, you're gonna have like negative consequences from it there are good choices there are good things that people can do together like what friend groups, bro it's literally just you know friends mm-hmm. which is why i love that show so much The friend, the, yeah like it captured an era of like because i was i was a child when yeah. when friends came out and it came out before i was even born but it's like i kind of friends and seinfeld actually like they kind of romanticized in a way like obviously yeah they have their moments where they're like yeah it's just funny like comical moments but i was like man these people like are grown ups they can do grown up things yeah but also like they're always hanging out with their friends they're yeah. always either across across the hall from each other or always like they're just at close proximity to each other exactly like that, and that because that's the premise of the show because that connection you know yeah. those interactions the the craziness that happens in friend mm-hmm. groups and social groups is is entertaining to watch but also it's an incredible thing to experience in real life yeah when you're when you're able to just I don't know. There's a feeling you get when you know that like there's a group of people that you're going to go see and everyone's going to be there. Yeah. And I think as we get older and for me, like, per, like for me personally, I grew up, I was an only child, mm, you know? That sucks. So it's like, exactly. So it's like, as if anyone couldn't tell. <laughs> so that that was the thing for me where it was like, you guys, like my uncles are, are older, are they older than you then? Like they're, they're older than me. Yeah. So it's like, we're not really in the same age range. We're not like too far apart. Yeah. But we're like, as like an eight year old or like a 10 year old it's not like a 17 year old or 19 year old isn't going to want to hang out yeah. with a little kid like that you know so obviously like I had to find friends my age but but even then I feel like they did a good job hanging out with you oh no yeah 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 and me as well because like, and they included me like they, they did a included, good job including yeah. me and I think that went a whole like that was a whole different part like to, to building my identity and you know me becoming who I am to be able to relate and to be able to like hold conversations with older people question because
1: we, you and I, grew up, you know, with George and my sister and your other uncles and mm-hmm. right, I feel like our taste as young as ch- children was a uh, was a lot better than the taste of our peers at the time. You get me? No. And that's, was it hard yeah. for you to like relate to your peers? Because because obviously I was an immature child, yeah. but I felt like my taste was more mature than them. Yeah. So I had a hard time connecting with people my age because the taste that I had was a taste of a I don't know like. Someone 10 years uh, like, yeah, older than like me. like a 20, yeah.
0: almost 30-year-old. Um, well, not, yeah, I guess. As I got older, because we yeah, was like, yeah, going yeah. to high school. Um, no, yeah, I, com- I completely agree, because it's like, the things that, like, music taste. The things that yeah. they were getting me into was, like, movies and music and comics and, and, and just that type of, you know, content. That I was taking in a lot of it was playing video games, yeah, like rock band, rock band shaped a bunch of my music taste where mm. it necessarily wasn't the same, like a lot of it was the same, yeah, and we have similar music tastes, but also like pointed me in a new direction where I was able to forge my own path, yeah, in terms of like it's not the like copy paste off of like you know my uncles or my aunt's, yeah, yeah, it's similar, we have a we go in a similar vein, but I went my own way, and I think that there was a certain point where it it was um. It was difficult because, like, here I am, like, enjoying, like, man, these movies are so good when, you know, I'm not even allowed to watch those movies. Yeah, but, like, exactly. The kids around me, like, even then, you they're even not allowed, allowed to, to watch to those watch movies. It, yeah. So, like, they never knew what I was talking about. And as far as, like, because, because like I was saying, because I was a single child, an oh, no, only child. Um, you didn't have any girlfriends when you were young? When you were a child? That, too. I was, I was a single child. I was a single child for a, a long part of my yeah. life. A long time in my life um but the friends that i did make that i grew up with and that that's another like that's a, either i got lucky or it's a blessing or whatever that i grew up with a lot of people that like i can still talk to this day or like they were constant mm. they were consistently in my life since yeah. i from like i was four years old when i started going to school till i was like eighth grade high school until i kept going it was like kind of like the same core group of people people would come in and out yeah but for the most part, the gist of it was like, I had like the same best friend throughout, you know, my childhood Mm. and, and I made new friends, but my connection to them was that of like me trying to find the connection of like me having a sibling Mm -hmm. because it's Mm. like my connection to, because I wasn't only, because I was an only child. It was a lot of times, it was a lot of nights of just like Saturday nights of, you know, going with my mom to, um, blockbuster getting, you know, pizza hut right next door going to blockbuster picking out a movie or a video game to watch that night and then you know just do like my mom would be in her room doing her thing and and i would just be in the living room by watching, watching my movie or like eating my st- playing video games or or eating pizza by myself and then you know just eat cold pizza the next morning and that was those were my typical weekends before it like, like an amazing weekend to me yeah, like they, they were fun and, and i did learn a lot but as a kid it's like when i go to school it's like i see all these people um and I have such a great time, and it's like for me, connecting with them was like the biggest thing for me. Mm. It was like I have so much fun with friends because I don't get this necessarily at home. Yeah, but being like having that solitude and that, like you know, being alone, like it's nice. I thought it was a bad thing as a kid. Like yeah, I was like, you, I'm alone. Like you feel, you get FOMO exactly, and. As a I child, mean, you don't realize yeah. that. And as me. I grew up, yeah. I was like, it taught me a lot to be alone, to be okay by myself. It, mm. it is okay. It's great you yeah. know, to have your alone time, to have that time to yourself. But as a kid, I realized that I, I craved, you know, friendship. You know, I craved mm. those connections to the point where like the people that were close to me, they were more than friends. They were like my brothers. Yeah. The point where, like, where my best friend, like we, we um, I would always like, when, when I could, I would go sleep over his house. We'd have sleepovers and stuff mm. like that. And, and we'd get into all sorts, all sorts of like hijinks and stuff. Like we'd like, we'd go out and he was a very creative person. So like he would teach me how he'd do like a lot of art yeah. and like spray painting and stencils. And, there were, I don't know, he was just, he had a very creative mind to the point where like I wasn't exposed to that. Like I just didn't think that way. Yeah. So being able to see that at a young age and being exposed to that, I was like, oh man, it's crazy to think like how someone else is different than me, but being able to be a part of and have conversations with them about that type of stuff and but just the the joy of we can go watch a movie mm. like because he had a brother too and that was like he became one of my friends as well yeah and it was just like we would go to his house like his mom would cook delicious food we watch a movie we'd play games we'd play like you know hide and seek or yeah. tag or manhunt and sometimes like the community that we grew up in um was like i grew up in a religious you know community and we like went to church and stuff mm-hmm. and loser yeah <laughs> that community um we would you know the friends that i built there as like as well as in school that was my core yeah you know and while you mean george and and everyone else was in high school like they would take me to school and that was the time that i'd spend with them i'd spend yeah. time with older people <laughs> so that, we spent time to, with yeah exactly like i remember there was a time where like i don't know i was like in fourth or fifth grade and then, like Aerosmith comes on, like you and yeah, singing comes on, it. I'm singing, it, and George is like, "What the yeah. heck? How do you know this song?" Yeah, you're like, like, how does he know this song? And then well, that's like because of either either films or something that I the watched. That I yeah, got your parents, your, I think your dad. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. probably either my dad or George or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah. All that to say, like, I grew up alone, alone a lot. So you so the valued peop- community. Yeah. So the people that were around me were everything to me. Yeah, and. Man, that explains so much about you. Yeah. Now. And so like that's why like I I just care for the people. Like I always I always want to help. And yeah. I don't know if this is
1: too personal. Uh-huh. You can plead the fifth. But do you feel like those people that are not family members, right? Like the ones that you're the closest to right now, your com- you know your friend group, your community, mm-hmm. do you feel like they are more important to you than your family?
0: Um if, if like attention and you know, yeah, if attention was a measure of that, probably. Mm. Like the amount of time I spent texting or calling or FaceTiming or, or interacting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of it's over the phone because it's like as we get older, obviously, yeah, we'll get into we'll, that. But yeah, we'll get into that. Um, I think if that's a measure of that, then I would say, like, yeah, yeah. Because, like, those are the people that.
1: I hope your family's not listening to this. No,
0: I mean, I love my family but like that is But a, you guys are second no i love my family but that's i think that's a a thing for me where i was a kid when i was a kid like i was chasing yeah friendship from other people things that like they like because i was like because didn't you didn't want, have it yeah exactly you i didn't have, have that it, connection and then. i didn't want to be alone yeah. so like i would chase that excessively to the point where, like mm. it it kind of bro it's like therapy for yeah, you no, right now as i grew up it was as i grew up like i kept like chasing though i grew into my own as i got into
1: high school you're. All, I felt like when you got into high school, that's when you established your who you were, Yeah, and you separated yourself even more from your family. Yeah, from
0: my family. And it was like, I was just, it was like, you know, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to be cool, you're trying to not miss out on any, like, you know, yeah. m- memories or moments that you could be making um, with your friends. So, like, I was always with my friends. I was always doing yeah. something with my friends. Even when I was in, um, when I was in Guam, when I went to Guam my freshman year, I Missed my friends so much. Guam is short for Guam Tamanobo Bay. <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, and so I had to be the George. I couldn't. Yes, I do <laughs> on that one. Um, because I went to a different school through like in middle My last like eighth grade year of middle school, and all my friends were still in eighth grade, and they were graduating together. Yeah, that was and a weird. I, and that was I had, weird for me. And I had FOMO. Like I was left out. Like mm-hmm. I, I grew up with these kids since I was like a little kid. Yeah. And then I finally get to go back to the school and I we get to start high school together and have all those moments. And then my dad's like, Yeah, no, we're going to Guam. Which is across the it's like three hours south of Japan. It is across the world. Yeah. At at a pivotal point in my life where like I am Entering like, High School. Entering high school into freshman year. And I'm finally I finally got to go back to my friends. I finally like Yeah. There's like prodigal son coming home and then like a the, month in, like I'm gone again. Yeah, prodigal son sent back away. Yeah, he's like, I don't want you. Like, bye. Mm. Um, And so, like, I missed my friends a lot, but that experience taught me, like, you are, like, where you, like, it is what you make of it, you know? And Mm -hmm. I made friends, and I made lasting friendships. That's true, because I do feel
1: like one of the things that you did learn was learn how to make friends. Because I'm always astounded by, astonished by how friendly you are and how easy it is for you to make friends. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, my goodness, Gabriel is like a social butterfly over here. Just makes friends (laughs) with anyone. But no. at the same time, I know you, so I also know, like, how introverted you can be. Oh, yeah. But, I, could,
0: I could stay home and bitch yeah. But I'm like, days. dang. But
1: I think that that's something that you picked up because you were forced to, you know, you switched schools to eighth grade. You went to Guam. You come back, right? You And then you didn't go back to your original school. You went to another school. Mm-hmm. You went to, like, a public school. I went to public
0: school <laughs> where, like, I made friends, friends there. Yeah.
1: So for, like, a, for those pivotal years of, like, you know, transitioning from eighth grade to high school. middle Yeah, I went, to, grade, yeah, high I went school. to
0: three different high schools. schools
1: in, like you you were forced to m- learn how to make friends yeah i didn't have to do that that didn't happen to me so that's why i feel like i struggle with making friends cuz i'm not i was never put in a situation where i have to i went to the same high, i went to the same school all 13 years which is the same one we went to until you know you did your thing <laughs> but like because of that i was never forced i was never put out of my comfort zone on learning how to make new friends cuz i had all my friends exactly
0: yeah no um yeah it put me in a position where it put me in a position where like I had to, like, evaluate. Like, I had to be self-aware yeah. as a kid. you know, As, a, like, a, like, a, like, a kid that's, like, going through puberty, going through a bunch of these different changes in life. That's also
1: true. Puberty plays in a role.
0: And it's just, like... And that's the thing. I felt like when I, like, was going through puberty, like, I got taller, I got skinnier, I started playing sports. You turned into Jacob from Twilight. For a bit, yeah. For a hot minute there. And those types of things allowed me to... Like, getting into sports allowed me to learn the culture of sports and integrated me into a whole new world of yeah, just like bonding true. with people people yeah like different groups of people like you know playing pickup soccer or volleyball or you know swimming doing you know half marathons or like 5k's or whatever like just being super active i met a bunch of people and i think the combination of that like i like we said before about being um kind of like my family was older yeah and like i was already used to like being able to talk to older people that stayed with me yeah we're like i had friends that were that were older um they were in their late 20s or in their 20s that played for the soccer club played you know in the national team played for the stuff like going on trips and stuff and and that i feel like taught me so much about you know life and the world that we live in and it taught me to be more empathetic and understand like you don't know everyone's story Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes like all you have to do is just listen to people and that's something that like i'm passionate about like hearing other people like and their stories and what they have to say and and that is like at the at the at the crux of who i am that is like the point that is my essence of like, yeah i just i love to be around people and i love to help people and i feel like my progression in life from everything that's happened to me kind of forced me into that mm. but all that to go back to your original question i think that <laughs>
1: what is community to you
0: no not the, not the community oh. but my, the family am i closer to them or my family yeah i think the chasing of i think Going out there, like, you know, I wanna like I wanna hang out with my friends, I wanna spend time with my friends, I wanna do yeah. this because they share interests. It's just more enjoyable in yeah. certain aspects that
1: and it's different
0: too when they are your age. Exactly. Because you're like you said, your family's a lot older than you. Exactly. And I mean this part, I guess, I mean it's personal, but it's like whatever. This is therapy. This is therapy, here you um go. I feel like with confidentiality, guys.
1: What is said here, stays here. We're not sharing it with other podcasts, right? other podcast,
0: um no i think that i i became a very i was not good at communicating you know with particularly like my parents Mm. you know um my grandparents and and i mean that's something that unfortunately like i try to get better at but sometimes i'm just i'm so stuck in like what's in front of me Mm. what's around me and stuff like that because there was points in time where like i was living in tennessee and i just wouldn't call my mom yeah and and like, to me, cause everything was, everything was in front of me. Everything was here because my, and the thing is like, and you're, I know you're going to get to it, <laughs> but my mom, I turn it, like I'm from Boston or something. My mom is just the type of person that like, give me your friend's phone number and I don't do it anymore. I, I try not to because she will call. Like if I don't answer or if like I'm not picking up the phone or something, she will call everyone that possibly knows me or could know of my whereabouts at least three times before moving on to the next person. Yeah. And like that happened to you guys, that happened to, to I mean, my aunt a lot, my friends and it, stuff.
1: Yeah, it happened when, when we were in high school. And then when we went to co- when I was, oh, well, I went to college before you, and then you went to that same college. It happened again. And yeah. she like, le, call me. But it's always interesting to me because I've, growing up, when your mom did that, I'm like, bro, this is so annoying. But hearing your story, right, about being an only child, you were literally everything for your mom.
0: Yeah, I still
1: am. You still, yeah. She's married now. Oh, to, she's married. Married now to know, a white man. That's what, Hispanic women. The greatest oh, white my man goodness. of all time. Yeah, white, I mean, Hispanic woman. That's what you gotta do. Marry a white man. I'm just waiting for my mom to remarry a white man. That's what I'm asking Santa for Christmas. But it is, you know, it affected you, but it also affected her as well. Like, now that I'm older, hearing this, I'm like, wow, I can see the, 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 like I see from your perspective, but now I can also see it from her perspective.
0: No, yeah, and that's that's what experience teaches. That's what age teaches. Me. Yeah. It's like I look at the position I'm in, I'm like, oh crap. Like a lot of times, like people when they have kids, they see like what they put their parents through. Mm. But I already see, I've already noticed that, and like that was something I had to have a conversation with her, and I had to like apologize for a lot of like not communicating and not being present, and, and that's something that I'm trying to like actively work on because me with communicating, it's like if it's not in front of me, it's not like you know pertinent mm. or a priority right now then it's like it kind of gets put on the back, back burner, yeah you know and that's that's a terrible like i don't i don't want to i don't want to be that per- i don't want to yeah. be that person you know if i'm giving so much attention to the people around me like that and it's like these are my parents these yeah these are my mom this is my dad these are my grandparents These people that raise me mm. that care for me like like you said like i'm my mom and my dad's only child mm-hmm. they they care for me more than i can ever imagine like there's nothing i can do yeah that like will ever make them stop loving me and that was something that when i came back to miami i i realized i was just like man this is something i because because the pandemic happened i finally came back like in 2021 20, i think around there An and i had i realized like i hadn't seen my mother face to face in like a year mm. I was in Tennessee, I, had, I was in a relationship, I had my friends, I had my life, I had my job over there, and I hadn't, like, I spoke to my mom, like, every once in a while, mm. but it was, like, it was something different when I came back and I saw him, I hadn't seen my mom in a year, and, like, people go, like, obviously, people go through, like, their life like that, like, th- that could happen, like, they don't see their parents in a very long time. Was there, was like,
1: it. when you finally saw your mom again, that within that year, did you notice how much she aged? Yes because that's what happened to me too when i moved back like from california i realized i'm back home and my mom's aged
0: no yeah. it's not the same it was so it was so strange because i mean and my mom is the my mom has a has had the person that like the face of a young person like she just has i mean she has great skin and like but i had not seen her in a long time and then when i came back i'm like oh mom hmm mm. like i mean i don't want to like be disrespectful yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything. that's just it's natural. And maybe it's not necessarily age, but it's like it's hard to like if you're seeing someone constantly and constantly, and constantly, it's hard it's, to you notice don't notice the to, differences, to the subtle yeah. changes that happen. To exactly, people. yeah, you know. Um, but it's like through that time, like what happened recently with my with my cousin, like Nick or Mario Max. I hadn't seen him in like a couple of months. Oh my boy is and now. he was skinny. And now he's jacked, he's and jacked, I'm like, bro, bro, what?
1: He doesn't know those steroids make his pee small. Watch out, Mario Max.
0: Is he taking roids?
1: I have no idea. I don't think so. Let's bring him on the He's show. He's too much of a baby to do roids.
0: I don't know. He could have changed.
1: You're right. Those streets of Kendo. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, But yeah, we should probably go down this list, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> this
1: was a good therapy, though. was a good conversation. Um, I've asked you some tough questions, I believe, then you answered them well.
0: Mm, mm, mm-hmm. And truthfully
1: mm-hmm. and honestly. So thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Of course. I think. Um, I think one of the one of the big moments obviously we had like you know growing up like we came through you know elementary middle school high school but i think one of the big you know times that one of the most pivotal points especially for community in our lives was when we went to college
1: yeah to me that's when
0: i realized the importance of community yeah yeah because it's like you left that family yeah you left the family you made the jump Mm -hmm. you made you know yeah You're gone. Like you're not in the shelter of your family, your parents, or anything. Like you're kind of on your own, Own, and you have to do like you have to do these things for yourself. You have to, you know, keep yourself alive. You build like your own little family, exactly.
1: And And what? And I've said this before, but one of the reasons why I was so happy when you just decided to transfer to the same college I was at was because I was there by myself, and I had some friends from that where I went to high school with, and some friends that I knew from Miami but i didn't have family you get me mm. and when you got there i was like family yeah and it it felt special you felt special i'm like yeah. wow i have someone i don't know how to describe it but you represented when i would see you you would represent my family yeah you, it was it was my mom piece of my home. dad yeah it was a piece you know of uh george my sister your grandparents you get me cuz i spent i would spend a lot of my time with at their house so it's like man it felt like home when you got there mm-hmm. and that's why i was like oh, i'm just going to hang out with gabriel many times
0: yeah no and that that's that's pretty much I mean how it went down, but I mean it's true because it's someone that has you've had a lot more experience mm. with it's someone that's gone through a lot of similar experiences because we spent a lot of time together our families did when we were growing up and it's like you're in this new part of your life and everything is so new and strange mm. but there's something that came yeah and it's like oh like i know this, this yeah is, this is comfortable and like this is an opportunity to, like and i think like we grew yeah. you know together and like we formed we formed a different kind we formed
1: of- a different bond because like we said earlier like you i graduated high school uh, after you i mean before you mm-hmm. you had already started drifting away yeah um because you came back and anyways so, so we didn't really hang out that much And I feel like it was in college when you and I
0: started to build our relationship that was outside of George. Yes, because, I mean, that's true. Because we obviously went to the same school. We had other things. But it was because my uncle, you know, was was good. Yeah. George was good friends with your sister. Not good friends. They were dating. They were. I mean, they were dating at that point. Yeah. Um, So we were just like, all right, we were were hanging out with each other. Yeah, because we were kind of like we were made to. It's not that we didn't enjoy it, but at the same time, it's like we were brought together yeah. from, through circumstance mm-hmm. it wasn't like we you know we made a choice to go yeah obviously but like it was different when we had our own lives but mm-hmm. we still decided this is something that you know i still want to hang out with you yeah. i still want to go you know grab a go watch a movie or, or eat dinner or like something with you to watch shows yeah yeah and and that was such a fun time man. those were some of my favorite moments yeah and and those moments that like and I mean, I, even beside the, the friendship that we made, it was like we were making other new friends, friendships yeah. and we were, introducing, we were introducing each other to our and friends. And that's what yeah. I
1: loved about it. Because like I said earlier, you're a lot more social than I. Mm-hmm. So in college, it was hard at first for me. I only made friends with the people I had already known. I really didn't try making new friends. Yeah, It was my second semester there. My best friend comes and you know, we become roommates and it was easier than you come. But because he, him and I are very similar, we're not very we're not the most uh <laughs> social butterflies. But when you got there and you started making friends and you introduced me to them, it was like, alright. It was e- you helped me make friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Um <laughs> it was it was interesting going over there in the first place, and even like that's a whole other story, yeah. like I'm I'm pretty sure I've stated yeah. before. But even getting there was was like it wasn't like as easy as just going. I mean yeah. maybe, it, maybe it was as simple, but in my head it was there was a lot of other things a lot of, in play. Yeah. Variables. Yeah. Like a lot of things guys, had to happen for exactly. me to get there. Exactly. And, but it was a choice that I was like, I w- I needed to leave, because. You needed to grow. Yeah. I I was basically in Miami my whole life except for like that year in Guam, and.
1: Man, that year felt like forever. Uh, yeah.
0: And I ended up going to. I was going to FIU. I was going to the the, College, the local university here. And I made friends there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I didn't make any friends. I made a lot of friends. And I was, you know, going out. And, but, like, I realized that this was this was a piece of, like, I was turning into someone that I didn't necessarily think I wanted to be. Mm. Like, I was turning into my friends. yeah, The people I was hanging You're out with. You becoming the
1: community you were hanging exactly.
0: out with. Exactly. And, I mean, that's not, like it's not supposed to be like a dig at the people I was hanging out with at the time. But at the same time, it's like, it, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily you, who you are, who I was yeah. at my core. Like they did fun things, but the things were like, they were, they were going, they were, would overdo it yeah. and overdo it consistently. Mm. And I realized like, I didn't like the life I was living. I didn't like the person I was becoming to the point where like I, even then, like I was chasing my friends. Like I remember the first couple of months I was like, Oh my God. Like, I don't like. What am I doing? I don't like who I'm becoming. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was fun, but like oh, after a certain amount of times, I'm just like, dude, this is crazy. Mm. <laughs> like I can't keep. I can't sustain yeah. this. I was going, and then I ended up going to Orlando a lot because I had um, some of my best friends, some good friends there. Mm-hmm. And I was taking the mega bus like every other weekend, <laughs> it like was staying $1 here, bus? like like twenty bucks, <laughs> and then going up to the point where like George and my family had to have they had like an intervention for me. Like I came into the house and I'm like, what the hell is everyone doing here? And they're like, you know, they like, sat down on the couch and then like, why are you going to Orlando so much? Are you okay? Like yeah. What's like, what's wrong?
1: It's because you, yeah, you didn't. You lost your community and you were trying to get
0: it over there. Exactly. And
1: and it's something that they probably don't understand because they had their own community.
0: Yeah, and like, and I mean, yeah, it's and it's not a dig on them. It's like it's they ne- they yet. never left. They never. But yeah, like exactly. they they found their people, people here very yeah very early on and like no one. None like the people didn't really leave. Their core was here. Yeah, and they made new ones as well. Yeah. Which is great, but at the same time it's like my core dispersed, Dis- yeah, man. Like exactly. they were like the Dragon Balls after you make the the wish. It's just like you yeah. are just gone. Dang. And and I and I mean I did the same thing. Like I there was just moments where like I felt like this is what I need to do. Mm. And and then I ended up going and everything that had going to, to cut, happen yeah. happened. Yeah. And I was able you to go. needed to go to Tennessee. Exactly not like for so many different reasons to learn like a different way of life just like how i went to guam and it taught me so much about yeah. how other people live because miami can be a bubble sometimes you know like just a, a party bubble yeah. staying in miami and not even just a party bubble it's it's the bubble of like the culture here the culture here is like very you know stagnant st- not not stagnant it's like we live here we're from miami and we're gonna let you know we're from miami and we're proud from miami but it's like if you go somewhere else it's like oh that person's from miami yeah you know and i love being from here i love saying that i'm you know i'm from here i love my city i'm obnoxious about it (laughs) but i do think that leaving to tennessee was so um beneficial for you know my growth yeah and just understanding how other people because it's like I had never seen that many white people in like in a concentrated. I mean, we've never seen group.
1: that many white people, even Asians. I, I mean, no, you were in Guam. Never mind. I take that back. No, yeah. Asians, I was Yeah, yeah I, 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 I
0: I thought Asians other than Filipinos. But let's like the the predominantly it was like I'd walk into a restaurant, I'm speaking Spanish, I'm ordering Spanish. I get to Tennessee, they're looking at me like, I've seen you before. You do you, you know, play soccer? And it's just like I'm like one in a hundred yeah, Hispanic yeah. boys that they've seen. <laughs> you know? And and just experience, it's just different experiences that I've had, like, people using their blinkers. <clears throat> bro. It's not telepathy, I, people. Dude, when I tell you, people were using, like, because I've always, I've always used my blinkers, like, as a driver, because that's the way I was thought. And I was like, it just makes sense, and it's courteous, and it's, yeah. you know. And, but in Miami, it's not a thing. Oh, bro, they drive by face. It's, <laughs> that's one thing. Um, but it isn't a thing, you know. Just mm. saying, I'm going to go into this lane. I'm letting you know I'm going into this lane. In Miami, Miami, it's like, get out of my way. Yeah. Or you're going to get off the road. I'm going to go inside. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, like, going to Tennessee, I was like, oh, man, they're using their blinkers here. People are so polite. I'm just walking down the street, and they're waving at me, Mm. saying hello. It's like, how you doing, sir? And I'm like, I'm doing great, man. Thank (laughs) you for asking. I walk around here. I take a walker, like. You know, I walk around my neighborhood or I run. You didn't even make eye contact. I, no, I try to. Yeah. Because oh. I because I'm used to Tennessee. Oh no, me too. But the people don't. Bec- and I'm running and I'm walking and I'm just I'm gonna pass it. I'm like here like presenting my smile, gonna give a wave, gonna give that you know that nod you give when yeah. you're passing people. Dead tra- and you know, do your thing. If you don't want to say hi, okay, I get that, but it's like, it's just little subtle differences that it's like yeah you don't really get and, and it teaches you a lot because even then. Not everyone was from Tennessee. Yeah. that went to that school. People were from all uh, over those, the yeah, place, man. It Sounds
1: beautiful. You, you, were. It was like a melting pot, you know. Yeah, we were introduced to different cultures, exactly. Like, American cultures. Yeah, because we just grew up in Miami. But also, already- they had
0: the best Thai food restaurant oh, in part, you part that, of the planet. Yeah, um, but yeah, just different opportunities, being able to you know play soccer, play sports, and and just learn a lot about life, and getting to pick the people that i'm i want to hang out with you know the family that it's the family that i chose the family that i choose yeah um to hang out with but one of the interesting things um was that when i was over there i realized like because i was gone Mm -hmm. i was like i started missing my family yeah i started missing what's the expression distance makes the heart grow fonder yeah and and i was like man well a lot of it was because i met my friend alec at the time Mm -hmm. and my progression my journey in high school was a lot of um it was sports man it was it was like you know doing the popular things and like you know being the cool kid and stuff like that or trying to be and that was my identity you know Mm. soccer and sports and like just being athletic or whatever that became my identity and hanging out with my friends Mm. and a lot of it like i kind of repressed a lot of things that i enjoyed as a kid watching film you know playing video games like Star yeah. Wars. I wasn't thinking about Star Wars like Star Wars was the last thing because I was like, oh, that's nerd stuff, man. Like, yeah. you're a freaking loser if you like that stuff. Mm. And that just went to the back of my mind. Like, I didn't think about it. Yeah. And then I met a friend. I met Alec in in college, and I didn't like him at first, like because I thought he was trying to, you know, step to one of my like, you know, hit on one of my friends and I was kind of just and He's from Orlando. Is yeah. Oh, he went to my rival school. He exactly. went to a rival high school. Yeah. And he's a
1: magic fan, too. And I, I
0: like <laughs> mm. Yeah. He's a Patriots fan
1: too. That oh, is the disgusting. worst. Never mind. How are you friends no, actually, with that guy? Actually, you're right. He's the worst. Yeah. Never mind. I'm getting rid of myself. But you know, you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned something interesting. And it's, this is what I've noticed that the friends that you made in college, the bonds you make in college are a lot stronger than the bonds that you made when you were younger, right? Like yes. high school, or we went to the same school. It was like a K 12 school. Yeah. So you, although with the friends you had in that school that you went to, you had quantity. But the quality that you had with your friends in college is a lot better than the quantity you had with these people. Yeah. So, and one of the reasons is because, like you said, when you're in in high school, when you you know going to the same school, you're kind of forced to be with these people, right? Like, mm. they're you're you know the admin or whoever the registrar puts you in a room of people, and you're forced to be friends with them. Yeah. Right. When you go to college, you already know what you want, what you like, so you're going to attract the people that yeah and Ooh, you're you're like what you like and that's why you were able to get become friends with your friend alec yeah and that's why that bond there is stronger than some of the bonds you probably had in high school
0: yeah, yeah. and the thing is like you were you were exploring and you were you're building your yeah. taste you know and like the story like with alec like i said i didn't have a good impression of him at first like i was just like he'd say hi and i would just like i was a stone-faced kid. like i didn't want mm. anything to do with him you know but he his roommate at the time which is also a good friend of mine now um i went to go like visit him to go like hang out or something and then i saw him like playing video games he was playing like battlefront or something and i was like mm. oh you like star wars and then after that like it was no, like, that's a, yeah. that was the beginning of like a beautiful friendship mm. you know and we ended up like we just we ended up realizing that we had so much in common and i found a part of myself that i had lost when i was a kid mm. when i was younger yep i i realized like man this is something i'm very passionate about But even more than, even more than Star Wars, it's just like the artistic and creative side of like, I love film, Mm -hmm. you know, I, that was something that I, I just didn't think about. Like, I love, that's what I grew up doing, you know, and video games and things like that. Um, but like meeting Alec was like the catalyst for like me opening myself up to like, oh, I love this stuff. And like, you know, not thinking negatively about, you know, the negative connotation, the perception that other people are going to have of me of saying like, Mm. you're a nerd yeah you're a geek you're a loser because like for some reason that was like the stigma that, that was the that was the thing i had in my head mm. um and i realized that when i met him i was like i was like oh this person like is into because he's into sports too he's, he's a he's a phenomenal basketball player he plays football baseball he does all that stuff yeah he plays all the sports that like i didn't get into mm-hmm. you know and and like we we bonded over we were able to bond over sports we were bond over movies over like food we love the same type of food and like we we're finding new places mm-hmm. to eat and stuff like that. And after that, like he ended up, he ended up leaving after his first year, but I kept in touch. I kept yeah. that friendship because he was one, of, he's like a brother to me now, mm. you know? And then the friends that I continue to, to, you know, get the, the quality of friends, like you were saying, like that I continue to, to make, I was able to introduce him to the people that were past in my life, the people that I chose to stick yeah. with that I went to high school with, that I went to the school. that I grew up with. Because there's a handful of people th- that, that, like, they were just, quality. There are people that I yeah. you choose. Knew, you knew you weren't going yeah. to. I choose to keep in my life. And I introduce them. And they gel. They mix. And I introduced, like, they're now really good friends. And they yeah. hang out. And they do a bunch of stuff together. To yeah. so the point where, like, when we're all together, which is something that, like, we've been blessed to be a part of. Is, like, we have, like, a giant group chat, you know. Yeah. Of dudes and friends that, like, we are. It's just a bunch of guys that, like, are there for each other. And we talk about stuff mm. that, you know. Whenever we need help or something, like with it, they're just like a community. A brotherhood. Saying, a brotherhood. Yeah. A tribe that like we can talk to. We can bring our concerns to. And that's something that's like, if you don't have one, and I, I don't know how, but it's like- You got to tr- get Try one. and make one, man. And that's,
1: the, that's what we're talking about. That's the importance of community because you made all these friends. You and I made all these friends in college, but we graduated. What yeah. was the difference? How
0: community-wise, socially, right after you graduated? Bro, that is a- <laughs> It was different, man. It was it was sad in a way because it's like for me like transitioning periods are like l- people leaving. Mm-hmm. Like I have like a I have an issue with that. Like I get like emotional way. Yeah. Because like these are people I spent like I've had so many memories with and now they're like going and doing the different things. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, you know, to move on and stuff, but it's hard it's a hard pill to swallow because it's like they and, have to you these have are my, to Yeah, these yeah. are my people, but this is what's best, mm-hmm. you know? And but i've i found that you know that like if you want to make people a priority in life you will you have to be intentional yeah you have to be intentional you have to create you know figure out some type of way to keep that bond alive and sometimes unfortunately like there aren't um, people don't want to continue that yeah, and, and i've and i've that's had the, out of your, that's out of your control exactly i've had i've had like those moments in life and not a lot of times but the times that it has happened it's like that crap sucks man but it's like, you can't do anything you about yeah. that. All right, move on. And, you know, a lot of times it's like when, like you were saying, the transitionary period of like when everyone graduated and I was, I was kind of like, it was like a bomb blew up. Yeah. And it's like, you kind of had to like stay and like pick up the pieces of like what remained. Mm-hmm. And I had to make new friends. And, but these were more of like, and these are friends that like I, I have, a, I had a great time with, but it's like, these aren't the people that like, you know, I, I was handpicking. You yeah. Know? You're not, you're, they're not the brotherhood that yeah. you... It, it, like it, it established. It, it at wasn't that the time. same, and yeah. it, but it's like it's not like nec- that necessarily wasn't supposed to last forever. Yeah, like there are time. There's seasons for everything. There are periods for everything, and you move on mm-hmm. as you go on in life, and people will come in and out of your life as needed. You know. Yeah, and I think that there are times when you know there are like periods when people leave, and you can be going through something you know you can be going through something extremely hard excuse me, extremely tough
1: and that's one of the problems that m- many i guess i don't want, i don't want to say millennial because i feel like even gen zers now are going to experience it mm-hmm. right after you graduate college right you you go to a new place you, you know you move obviously you don't want to you don't stay in that town where you went to school unless you live there mm-hmm. university right and you're forced to make new friends right because you're out of your comfort zone you're in a whole new place and what i've seen the the discourse i've seen online is that you're so you don't have that f- community, and as a result, many people tend to pick up bad qualities yeah. bad habits bad habits you you get to that, you, to cope to, yeah to cope, right and they end up affecting your mental health, um sometimes physical health as well
0: emotionally yeah it's it's all it's it's pretty much at some point it's going to be all aspects of your life, yeah, because community is important. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be because they leave or because any of that. It can, like, it can, like, life is tough. Like, life will, like, hit you in the mouth, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I found that a lot of times that, like, it doesn't even have to be related to the community or anyone leaving. It's just something happens in life outside of your control, but it happens to you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so much harder when there's, when you don't feel like there's people around you. Yeah. There's people supporting you. And even when there are, there are certain things like depression, man like that makes you think like there is like no, no one, one cares. wants yeah, like you start t- you t- telling alone. your lies that you are alone that no one cares about you exactly and that is a that is a you know it's a deep dark hole that mm-hmm. i mean i found myself in before and like i've i've had friends i have friends that you know struggle with that as yeah. well that i've bonded with over you know mm-hmm. trauma bonded about you yeah. know this type of stuff because it's like there are certain things where Only that, like, only if you have only gone, like, if you've gone through it, only you can understand. Yeah, and there's, I just, I have friends like that that have struggling. I like, I used to struggle with that, and there, there was times like even when I was like in the brotherhood, surrounded by the people around, like there were times like I would that would hit me. Yeah, and it would hit me hard, Mm -hmm. and like I would mentally, I wasn't there, like my mental health was a wreck, Mm -hmm. and. And it was like, I just felt like very, I got isolated and alone and I, you know, picked up a lot of like just bad habits yeah. and like, you know, addictions and coping th- and things to cope that were not beneficial, me, were yeah. ruining me. And one of the ways that like, you know, I came out of this was because people in my community, friends that had gone through the same thing, mm. kept mentioned like they were there for me. Yeah. They were there for me. They cared for me. You were one of them. You were always checking up with me, which I appreciate. You know, yeah, boy. and I love you. I love you for that, man. And yeah. I love you beyond that.
1: I love you. Thank you. You're my favorite Gabriel in the whole world.
0: I am. Yeah. I oh. am. Yeah. You're my favorite Link. Oh, that's, that's high praise. And those people, basically, that community, basically, told me get therapy. Yeah. And that was one of the best decisions I made. Mm.
1: A wise friend once told me
0: that addiction is the opposite.
1: A community is the opposite of addiction. Mm. I guess vice versa as well, mm-hmm. right? And many times when we go through depression, right, it could lead us to isolate ourselves. Yeah. And then it's in that isolation where you might end up, where you might pick up bad habits, right? And these habits, it's a circle. It's a cycle, right? They, these bad habits create more depression. Because you're depressed, you go over to these bad habits and it's like you're there, and you don't see a way out. And that's when you need community the most. That's when you need people to be, to, in, to take you along your, you know, to be there with you, carry some of your burdens, and be vulnerable with you. Yeah. Because when you are in this cycle of addiction and depression, you don't reach out. You think that you're the only person that's struggling with this. And as a result, you're not vulnerable. And vulnerability is key when it comes to addictions. Vulnerability is key when it comes to depression. Yeah and community a good community is vulnerable with you a good community does keep you accountable it helps you share the load it helps you share the load exactly and the beauty of it is that you know you and i have str- struggled through some similar things and i can count on you mm-hmm. and i know you can count on me yeah and what's beautiful is that now we can help other people exactly and that's the, and that's what i love about community i have you you have me
0: and we can help others no, yeah you 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 have each other's backs mm. you know and and it's like the thing that popped in my head was was um in Return of the King when Frodo and Sam are going <laughs> up the mountain <laughs> to destroy the ring. Yeah. And Frodo's done, bro. He can't, he can't no more. He's at the finish line and he can't, he can't. do it, bro. Mm. And here you go, Sam, the guy that's been lo- the guy that Frodo bro. was pushed away. Yeah. The guy that's been the, the guy Frodo's that's, isolated himself. Exactly. He rejected him so many times and Sam is like to the point where like he couldn't even have him in his presence. Yeah. The point where like Sam is like He is such a loyal friend. He's a loyal companion that it's like, I'm going to stick this out with you, even if you don't want me to be here. And he doesn't put on the ring either. Exactly. That's like, it's a quality friend. It's it's someone that cares for Mm. you. And even though, like, even though you're, because when you go through addiction, when you go through depression, when you're not like, when you're in a mental space that isn't clear, Mm. you do stupid things. You make bad choices and you push people away Mm. when you need them closer, when you need them the most, you know? And it's so, and that's so evident, but it's like, Sam was persistent mm. in the way that Frodo needed him to be yeah. because Frodo didn't want him to be around yeah. him. So Sam took his space, took his distance, but always kept an eye on him. Yeah. Was always fun and saved his life multiple occasions. Yeah. And basically carries him, carries him to the finish line. He's like, yeah. I can't carry the ring. Yeah, he doesn't carry the ring. I, can, I can, but I can carry, carry you. Him. And he helps him. He lifts him and he takes him and they save the freaking world. They save Middle Earth. And that's such a powerful example of the stuff that like goes on in the day-to-day mm. like you don't have to be traveling to like destroy the one ring mm-hmm. on mount doom and stuff like that but on a very serious level we might have a mount doom in our head yeah you know we have those like those quests in our head that that could mean life or death in some in some mm-hmm. instances the way that you live your life and if you live it alone if you live it solitary, and you live it like thinking that no one cares that you're by yourself, mm. and you, the way that you think about that is very, it's it can lead you down a very dark path, yeah. To the point where like it can become dangerous and detrimental. But the the beauty of it is that true friends, like the real ones, mm-hmm. even though you push them away, they're still gonna be there. For you. No, you know, they yeah. will always be there for you no matter what.
1: You 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 have your friends like like Sam that will you know force their way into you to help you out. But then you also have your friends, like the rest of the fellowship, that are helping you from far away. Exactly. That are giving you the space you need mm. because maybe they might not know how to do it. But they're also there fighting for you. You get me? They're, they're distracting the, the eye so that it's not focused
0: on you. Exactly, yeah. And that, that's the thing. It's like the friends that you make, the, the family that you choose, the people around you, your brotherhood, your tribe, your sisterhood, whatever it may be, that's, that's your family. Those are the people mm. that are going to ride or die for you that circle that you have, mm. you know, that is such an important thing to have in our life because they might not be around you. They not they might not be in close proximity because in life everyone Stuff has their own, yeah, everyone yeah. has their own path to take. Yeah, life but, takes you away from each other. But if you like can keep in contact, if you can keep, and that's and that's that's another thing. There are people that I don't talk to, you know, I don't talk to on a daily basis. I don't talk to on a week basis. I talk to maybe every couple of months, or maybe I don't even talk to them. But when I see them in person it's like we didn't miss a step yeah it's like nothing like no time has passed Mm. and those types of connections are also special Mm. and i mean there's there's the opposite side of that 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 coin like there are people that you know may seem like they're good for you there are people that there are friends that may seem like smegle exactly that like oh they're leading me somewhere there's a point to this like they're they have my best interest Mm. they don't they don't sometimes people don't and i think it's like they just want your precious exactly (laughs) <laughs> but being conscious of the fact that like not everyone has your best interests at heart. Mm. Don't be naive, don't be gullible. Be like hopeful for sure. Yeah. But not everyone's going to have your best interests at heart. Mm. Not everyone's going to want to see you succeed. People will use other people, which is the world we live in and that's that's real, mm. you know? Um so that's something like to keep an eye out for too. But in my experience because I I that's happened, you know. And it's unfortunate, but it is is it is a reality. It's a part of life, yeah. and um, like for every there's good and there's bad, mm-hmm. and it's what you make of it that makes the biggest difference at the end of the day. Mm. To choose to surround, and that's the thing you have to be selective and you have to choose yourself to surround yourself with quality yeah. people, with people that you have seen because it's like they can talk, they can talk the talk, you know, mm-hmm. they can speak, they can say, yeah, I care for you, I, I, but it's like at the end of the day when push comes to shove. Who's going to be there for you Mm. to carry you up the mountain? Yeah. You know, who would do this for you? And if like, you have to like, kind of like, "Eh, I don't know. You have to second guess and think about it. And it's like, maybe you should reevaluate that. Mm. Maybe you should think about, you know, who has been with me multiple times because you can be doing the same thing. You can be pushing someone away. That's been there for you. And you're just like, I don't care. This person isn't cool. This person isn't, you know, um, as important or like i don't have much to gain from this person it's like that's something that you have to reevaluate in yourself and it's like why am i thinking that way Mm. you know because i mean this one thing that's happened in life is like you can just be craving attention you can just be craving attention or you can just be you know giving your attention to somebody else yeah and the intention behind what you're doing is so important in the friendships in the relationships that we have because we have to think about why am i doing this why yeah. am i friends with this person am i friends with this person because of circumstance because like like what do we talk about mm-hmm. like this is because it's like this is like just because it feels good or like we have you know mutual things in common like what is the point of what i'm doing with this person like why mm-hmm. is this person here if this person asked me to you know help them move or get on go on a road trip, you know, across the country. Are they gonna do that for me or am I gonna do that for them? Mm. And then, I don't know. I think I think it's interesting, like the relationship and dynamics, which that's a that could be a whole that's other episode a whole like, right there. Where you can get into that stuff. But as far as like getting back to the whole thing about community man, it's important that you I think it's important that you, you know, you have one. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a group of like fifty people, like twenty people. No, like yeah. it can be three, it can be two, it can be one, you know? Because it's like, I'd rather have one like best friend, hardcore friend that's like just going to be there for me whenever, rather than like five people that are just going to be like, nah, they Mm. might flake or like, they're not like, I don't know. I just, it's a, it's a weird thought to have, but it's like, you want to, I think it's in the military, they call it a foxhole. Mm -hmm. Those are the people you're in the trenches with. Yeah. And, and I I was reading, I read a book um, by David Goggins. Mm Mm-hmm. Where he talks about this foxhole, and talks about how, um, you have to be so careful and specific, even if it's so small, mm. because one like weak link or one like you know person that isn't like of the same mentality or doesn't buy into the same thought of pattern, that's the Trojan horse. That's like the thing that's the weak link that breaks you down. Mm. That's the thing that messes you up and you fall and yeah. you fail. And and yeah, I mean, I could talk about, I could talk about this no, for yeah. hours, man.
1: But no, it, it's good that we're talking about this, man. Yeah. But community is important. Life is better together. Um, I remember when I was in California, I was alone. All my family was here. I made, obviously I was, I made new friends. I co-workers, but it wasn't the same. You yeah. get me? I didn't have my brotherhood. I didn't have people. And I would text people, you know, every once in a while, but it wasn't the same. I wasn't as intentional. And I feel like, although I loved Californians, some of the Californian it <laughs> It was, I loved California. It's one of some of, one of my favorite times in my life. I think it was also the saddest moment to times in my life mm-hmm. because I didn't have the community that I was used to.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and I remember coming back to Miami thinking, "Wow, a failure in coming back, moving in with my mom." But ever since I've been back, I've had community and I'm 10 times happier than I was when I was in California. Yeah. Because life is better together.
0: Life is better together. So so find what? your fellowship. Find your
1: fellowship. Find your Frodo. I mean, your Sam. Or both. Or Gandalf. Or Aragorn. Find yourself an Aragorn. A Gimli. <laughs> a Legolas. A be, 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 be worry about a... Uh, huh? Be weary about <laughs> Boromir.
0: Yeah, Boromir, you gotta keep an you eye on him. You gotta keep an eye on him. Yeah. But... But at the end of the day... Yeah. He showed up. Until next time... Keep on searching for a fellowship.